let your little light shine. And when you shine your light, you then give permission for others to let their light shine. And if we could all be who you are, be the best version of who you are and come from that heart space and that essence of the beauty of you as the individual that you are, that's what makes the world so magic. Hey everyone, welcome back to On Purpose, the number one health podcast in the world. Thanks to each and every one of you that come back every week to listen, learn and grow. Now today's guest is someone that I've been really excited to talk to for a long, long time. I feel like I'm finally connecting with a special soul. We have a couple of mutual friends that have talked to me about her and I've been watching and admiring her incredible journey and her phenomenal work. I'm talking about the one and only Miranda Kerr, who's a well-known face in the world of fashion. She started a modeling career in her early teens when her friend entered her into a modeling competition which sparked significant media attention and she soon became the most sought after new face in modeling. In 2007, Victoria's Secret signed Miranda as an angel, making her the first and only Australian model ever to hold the coveted title. Miranda continued to work closely with fashion titans across the world. Now, Miranda is the founder and CEO of the leading global certified organic skincare brand, Cora Organics. Miranda, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to On Purpose. And thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. That was quite an introduction. Well, you've had quite a life, so I think it's worth celebrating and I think it's worth reminding people you seem like a very modest and humble soul. And so I think it's always wonderful to take a moment to celebrate these incredible achievements because, you know, they, they do matter in the sense of they matter because you've been representing yourself, representing a community. Uh, representing what you believe in through all your work. So I, I said it with energy because I, I think it's phenomenal and congratulations on all of it. Oh, thank you so much. I really feel like if you're going to do something, you have to put your whole heart into it. And so I just love that about you as well. And, um, and that's the way I've lived my life. And actually my mom taught me that as a young child. Um, and it's something that you know, I do every single day. No matter if I'm changing a diaper, I'm like putting my whole heart into making sure that diaper is perfectly clean and tidy and, you know, fit the right way. Uh, I'm a mother of three boys, so. That's such a good point though, because I think sometimes we think we can put our all into the big things, but actually it starts with putting your all into the small things. How did your mother teach you that habit? I think that's a brilliant mindset already to start off with, how did she train that in you? And did she train, did you have siblings and did she share that with everyone? Yeah, my mom is such a strong, incredible woman. And she really taught me from that young age, to, if you're going to do something, put your whole heart into it or don't bother doing it. And that was with everything, whether or not we were cleaning the car, whether or not we were tidying our room, whether or not we were doing our homework, whether or not like I had just started a job. She's like, just, if you're gonna do it, just put your all into it or don't do it at all. And like, I hear that in my head every day. If I feel like, you know, maybe like cutting a corner a little bit, like, oh, I don't have time to properly uh, rinse the dishes before I put them in the dishwasher, just simple little things like that. I'm like, oh, that comes in my head. Or if I'm, whatever I'm doing with, um, 
when I'm, you know, creating a new product for my skincare line, Cora Organics, or if I'm writing an interview, I mean, you know, like writing a response to an interview, whatever I'm doing, I really think about that and really put my whole heart into it. And that's honestly why I believe my products are getting such incredible results for people's skin because I really give it my all, like my whole heart in like a whole 360 approach to everything that I'm doing. I love that mindset. And I think, you know, people know you as the founder and, you know, CEO of Cora Organics and the creator and your modeling career. But I think something that a lot of people don't know is you actually studied nutrition and health psychology before you became a model. And I wanted to understand a bit more about that journey because to me, that shows that your journey with your business today, it actually started a very long time ago with this passion and this desire to learn about nutrition and health psychology. Can you talk about what you learned at that time, which you think has been relevant to today? I just personally feel like for me, I'm the type of person that wants to be learning until the day I die. Like, I just feel like there's so much to learn out there. And I'm super passionate about health and wellness and psychology and how the mind, body and spirit is all interconnected. Um, so I studied in Australia, a course via correspondence, and then I studied at another course um, at Integrative Nutrition and graduated in 2010. And that course was based out of New York. And um, I recently just did another course through Coursera that Stanford was offering. And I really enjoyed that as well. And I just, like, like I said, it, it's something that I'm passionate about. And it feeds my soul because I know, like, I just get a lot um, out of that information. Like, whether it be anything from, like, you know, the nutrient content of something to the way that you perceive something can then, you know, shift your whole, like you have the choice to see something in a certain way or, or you have it, you know, to see something in a positive light or a negative light or in a neutral light and that can affect your whole day. And so these type of things like really interest me and I just find just looking at things that way really appealing. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say is the most recent thing you've learned about the mind, body or spirit or something that you've come across that you're just like, wow, I didn't know this and I didn't realize this or it's changed a habit in you? Has there been something recently that you've learned from a course or a book or a podcast or anything else that stands out at all? Well, something that I've learned because I grew up in a little country town and and I've learned so many things, obviously, along the way. And I've started with an interest and a passion in nutrition and I just thought and then I've done all of these courses and whatnot and I always felt like I was you know just a very healthy health conscious person but I often encourage that balance of like 80 20 like 80 percent super healthy and conscious and 20 percent having a little bit more flexibility in, with yourself and and enjoying that moment if you want to you know, have a piece of cake with your friend, like just really enjoy that moment and don't be sitting alone eating a salad and being unhappy. It's better to enjoy that moment with your friend and whatnot. But one thing that um, recently I've been learning more and more about, and it, it sounds so simple, but, and it's something that, you know, for so long I, I didn't fully understand until recently is just, and that works for me is just, predominantly being more plant-based 
um, and trying to get a lot of my vitamins and minerals directly from the food that I eat, as opposed to relying as heavily on supplements. Um, and like everyone kind of knows that, but I've learned it even more um, in these last couple of years. Um, and I've noticed a big difference with my own digestion and whatnot from incorporating like predominantly plants. It's not like vegan or vegetarian. It's more like plant-based. So lots of fresh vegetables and fruits. Um, I do my celery juice in the morning. That's been a game changer for yes. me. I don't know. Do you so, do the celery? Yeah, we're, we're on the, I mean, everything you just said, I'm so aligned with because uh, my wife and I are plant-based and, and we would define it in the same way. We, we also try and eat as few unprocessed and unpackaged goods. So we try not to eat things out of a box as much as we can, or we, we avoid having packaged goods in our home. And the medical medium was the person who introduced me to celery juice when he came on the podcast a few years back. And so I started taking celery juice and that has helped my gut more than anything in the world that I've tried. And so I'm completely aligned with you. And that's why we're going to get along even better because uh, everything you just said, I'm like, yes, I, I fully have drank the Kool-Aid and believe in it too. Yeah. I mean, I thought I was super healthy um, and I, I was super healthy, you know, but at the same time, I took my, he my health to the next level by incorporating more of a plant-based diet. Although I'm not like 100% there because my husband is not plant-based. Like he really enjoys right. to, you know, like he enjoys when I make him this roast chicken that he really likes, which is like this turmeric chicken. And so sometimes I'll take a bite of that. Some I have to check to make sure it tastes perfect. And so I'm not like sure, sure. super, super like strict, but I do notice a huge difference in my energy levels and focus when I'm predominantly eating that way. And there are a lot of studies wow. to back that up in science. And even the course that I was doing through Stanford was saying that like predominantly we should be eating more plant-based, less processed, less red meat because, I mean, any meat really in, in general. Um, and it's also obviously better for the environment as well. Um, and I've just noticed the personal like health benefits. Um, from doing so. And Anthony got me onto doing the celery juice, which I have like 32 ounces every morning, celery juice. Well, I have water yeah. with one lemon to start off with. And then I yes. do the celery juice. And then I do the heavy metal um, detox smoothie, which is great because you have in there barley grass, spirulina in the powder form. You have the blueberries, banana, fresh orange juice, um and the seaweed the dulse so you're getting like so many vitamins and minerals that way that's incredible can you tell me about the last one and tell me about what you, what that's specifically doing for those that don't know i think people have heard us speak about celery juice before they've heard us speak about uh some plant-based diets but especially that last one when you talk about the metal the detox, metal the metal detox. Metal yeah could you speak a bit about that so that Anthony has put together like this specific shake smoothie, which is kind of easy to make. And actually I make it for the whole family. The kids love it. It has those ingredients, which I mentioned, and those ingredients yeah. help to pull out. Oh, and it has cilantro in there too, to help draw out any heavy metals um, that might be in our bodies. And it kind of 
in a natural way because the cilantro helps draw out that. Um, and then you're getting so many minerals from the dulse and you're getting the protein from the uh, spirulina and the barley grass powder. And then you've got all the antioxidants um, from the blueberries and then the wild blueberries and then um, the vitamin C with the orange juice and the potassium with the um, with the banana. I mean, I, I really just, I love it. Yeah, I, I can't wait to try that one. That's one I haven't tried yet. So I, I was asking for myself too. Uh, I'm definitely going to try that one out. So I love I loved that tip because... It's amazing, isn't it, that all these natural, accessible items of food can be so powerful for our mind and body and even shift our energy. I found when I made these shifts in, instead of reaching for a sugary soda drink to reaching for a celery juice, or when I made the shift of switching to a natural protein drink, which is what I have every day, a natural protein shake, as opposed to even a, a powdered one, like so many great benefits are there. I wonder, you said that your mother obviously taught you all these mindsets. What are some of the mindsets, lessons, or health and wellness tips you're sharing with your kids to try and help them? Could you walk us through that process of how you're passing that on, like your mother taught you so many beautiful insights? Yeah, one other thing that my mother taught me as well as a young child was let your little light shine. And... <laughs> There's that um, speech that Marianne Williamson wrote about shining your light and when you shine your light, you then give permission for others to let their light shine. And if we could all shine our light, I mean, and when I say shine the light, it's more like be who you are, be the best version of who you are and come from that heart space and that essence of the beauty of you as the individual that you are. And so I try to encourage that within my children. I try to cultivate their own individuality. Um, and the three, I have three boys and they're all so different. And that's what makes the world so magic. Like the individual personalities and what everyone can bring to the table. It's so interesting. Um, my 11 year old is a true artist and he's very sensitive and empathetic and he also is a peacemaker. The amount of times that I've had feedback from other parents that my son has been the one to help, you know, make peace between two people that were having challenges at school or if someone was getting bullied, he'd be the one to stand in and say, listen, that's not okay. So he has that quality of like being that little peacemaker, helping to create that harmony within his space and then what really makes him shine and thrive is when he can sit down and express himself through art, you know. And then my little three-year-old, he just loves anything with engines, like cars and he's like a real boy boy and he just, he just loves and is so fascinated with engines, whether it be a car or an airplane or a boat or, you know, anything like that. And he's very focused on what he wants to do and, and where he wants to go. Whereas my first child is a little more flexible and just harmonious. And, and it's just, and it's incredible for me as a parent to help cultivate these individual like passions, you know, and then with my 11 year old, he really loves soccer. So I'm like, I encourage him to do that, what he really loves. And 
And uh, my three-year-old, he really loves swimming. And then the baby, the two-year-old, he's very much into balls, anything that's like a ball. Uh, So we cultivate that. And these are just little examples of just how to cultivate that passion that's naturally within them from a young age and not project what you want them to be onto them Um, and work with them so they can be the best versions of themselves and uh, it's really fun being a parent and having the opportunity to help cultivate that and in a loving way and in a way of like because they are three boys they can sometimes you know especially the two and three year old they're 16 months apart so they can sometimes just like have this little rough and tumble moment and I'm like boys let's take a (laughs) breath let's make peace because I really want to cultivate that peacemaking I forgive you please forgive me let's forgive each other let's make peace and let's be grateful for each other let's be grateful that we have each other that you have a brother and you know that you have two brothers and that we're all here together and we have our health and like let's get on with the rest of the day and like they're like okay (laughs) And it's like, I forgive you. And then I make the other one say, please forgive me. And <laughs> let's make peace. Yeah. And I do the same with my 11-year-old. So little things like that. I also, we do um, uh, yoga together. I've done like mommy and me yoga with each of them. And there's also this other program called Cosmic Yoga that I put on for the little ones um, just to kind of help them get into that moment. I put on a little meditation and calming music at night and we say our prayers before bed and just having that, I try to cultivate that attitude of gratitude with my children because that to me is something that's really important. Like life is a precious gift and we should be really grateful for every breath and every moment that we have together. And I really, really um, want to instill that within my, within our children because if you don't have that gratitude and start from that place of gratitude, then it just feels to me like you're not coming from that loving space and it, you know, it's the most important thing is to have that loving foundation. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds so wonderful and beautiful, by the way. That's so inspiring. And what I love about what you shared is that it sounds like you've created lots of experiences with your children where you're all learning together and you're growing together. And it's not just I'm spending time with them, because I think we often feel like it's just about time and quality time, but it actually seems like you've built rituals and practices and and meditations and prayers and experiences together which allows you to form such a deeper bond with them. I I wonder, Miranda, you know, I'm asking this because I know so many of our community and our audience are mothers, their wives, their fathers, their husbands, their partners, they are CEOs, they're founders of companies. How do you wear all of those hats, but still give yourself the time and permission to take care of yourself? Because Obviously, you're someone who's very mindful. You take care of your physical and mental health. How do you give yourself permission in all of that? How have you found to make space for your own health and wellness while you're building a company and being a mother and, of course, being a wife and provider and and, and family person too? Yeah, it's actually um, something that 
I was very conscious of because my mother, she actually was quite a workaholic as when I was a child. So my grandmother, I spent a lot of time with my grandmother who, you know, was a grandmother at home. And so she was very nurturing. So my, my mum taught me the importance of hard work and having a really like great work ethic and just like, let's get in and do this and do it with our whole heart. And my grandmother taught me the loving, nurturing uh, side of things. So for me, I really wanted to infuse the two um, from my children so that they understood that work is a part of life, but at the same time, um, I'm there for them and meeting their needs and I am taking time to be with them and they feel like they're, they, and they know that they're my priority always, like they come first no matter what. Um, and so it is a balance. And so what I've had to do, and I know you practice this as well, is I have everything on my calendar and I map everything out from minute to minute, like literally. So my husband wakes up at 5.30 every morning. So I know that I have from 5.30 till 6.30 because my children generally wake up between 6.30 and 7. Depends on how the night's gone. So I know that I have that time to do what fills my cup at the very minimum, right? Because we all know that we need to fill our own cup in order to be able to give abundantly to everyone around them. And I really want to be the best mother I can be. I want to be the best partner I can be to my husband. I want to be the rest for my best for my team. And I really believe in being uh, present and engaged and wherever I am, like in that moment. So in order for me to be able to do that, having that calendar mapped out and then having flexibility within that is a way that helps me stick mostly to the plan and even things in there like, you know, I used to have in there like called my grandma because, and she just passed a year ago, but I would have that in there because that way time wouldn't just slip through my fingers, you know, and I would make sure that I had that time in there because life is very busy for each and every one of us. And especially being a working mom and, um, you know, my company's now global. We're in 30 different countries. I built this company from the ground up and, and uh, it's been incredible to watch the company grow and, you know, see the results that my skincare is getting for people's skin all over the world and it's super rewarding but it needs my time and guidance and there is so much that I want to do in my life and and uh at the same time so I write down those lists like you do and time things out so that then I'm as organized as I can be and then if things don't go to plan then you just are like a willow tree and I and I say to my team, let's be like a willow tree and go with the flow because in a storm, the willow tree doesn't break. It's the rigid oak that everyone assumes the oak tree is so strong. That's the tree that will break because it's too rigid. So it's important to have flexibility. So we make plans and then we have to adjust and adapt accordingly when things change. I've loved that analogy for so long and you just shared that so beautifully. I think it's 
such a great lesson for all of us because like you said we hang on to that certainty and that surety and that stability and we're trying to make sure that it doesn't change but you're so right that flexibility and adaptability is what allows you to continue to flow and grow during tough times and you mentioned that you know you've built this business from the ground up uh, you started it but what I'm really interested in Miranda is going a couple of steps back and talking about the pivot you know, you're a really successful model, you're at the top of your career, you're on the front cover of every magazine, and then you decide to make this shift. Can you talk to us about how challenging or interesting that pivot was? Because I think so many people today are trying to make purposeful pivots in their life. And I think everyone today is recognizing that they're more than their title, they're more than their job, they're more than the career that they've built, they can be so many other things. Can you talk to us a bit about how you thought about that pivot when you first began, when the business wasn't as successful as it is today? As I said, I grew up in this little country town in Australia and I had that, I had like, my, there was so much love, we didn't have much like money but we had a lot of love and a lot of um, support from our whole family because, you know, my aunts and uncles and cousins and everyone, and we're all very much into health and wellness and have been. And it's interesting because that really shaped who I am today growing up like that. And my grandmother taught me about noni juice when I was 13, which is the key ingredient across my whole range. And then my mum got sick. She had cancer in her spleen. I think I was maybe 16 at the time. And we then had to look through everything that we were doing as a family. And there was this little book that a friend of my mom's gave to her. It was called The Chemical Maze. And in this book, it explained everything from like household products, cleaning products, um, products that you might have in the pantry, um, shampoo, skincare, makeup. And it explains like all the little numbers that you see on the back of packaged goods, whether that be personal products or whether that be ingestibles, whatever it is. We assumed that we were living a healthy life, right? Because my grandparents had an organic vegetable patch and we ate lots of vegetables from the vegetable garden. And we were very much aware of health and wellness. And my grandma, you know, introduced me to aloe vera. As I said, she introduced me to noni. Um, she's very much into all of these natural therapies. And so we were very surprised to see when we took a closer look at the fine print on the back of these packaged goods that there were so many potentially harmful and um, carcinogenic products that we were exposing ourselves to unknowingly every single day. And we were horrified and like, wow, horrified, but also like excited about the opportunity to learn more and find something that was truly able to serve the purpose, whether that be, you know, a cleaning product at home or a personal skincare product or a hair care that was healthier to what we had been using. And we just assumed that things were healthy, not like we just assumed that things were safe because they were sold on the shelf in the supermarket. And so it was kind of um, at that stage when I was like 16 and as a family going through that experience with my mom and, and really looking closely at all the ingredients, it really sparked a desire and a passion and an interest in me. Um, and then I was talking to a friend of mine in 2006 in Australia and I was like, 
haven't been able to find a truly certified organic skincare brand and your skin is the largest organ, what you put on your skin soaks in. And I was like, do you know of anything? And she's like, no, but let me speak to my friend who makes certified organic essential oils because maybe she knows. I speak to her and then she's like, well, why don't you just create your own? And I was like, uh, okay. She's like, why don't you just speak to the lab, speak to the chemist and like, you know, even if you just make it for yourself. So we started back and forth and then originally I was just making it for myself and creating these products. And then um, I had to send a product to my mom, which is the Noni Glow face oil. And she had... At the time, she had like a psoriasis issue on her skin and the doctor had put her on a steroid cream. And it was really uncomfortable for my mom because she has naturally great skin and she never really was one to even wear makeup. So it really like hurt her confidence having this issue on her skin and having to put the steroid cream on, which she knew wasn't healthy for her, but she didn't have really another alternative. So I said, here, try this. I'm testing this new product. So she tried it and within a week, her skin had cleared up and she's like, Miranda, this is amazing. And I was like, wow, we got results firsthand here, guys. Let's keep going. (laughs) And that's how it kind of all started. And it was just starting from like a passion that I had at the time when I launched in Australia in, um, we ended up launching at the end of 2009 and I launched with a major department store there. And then we went into little pharmacies and whatnot. And and it was, for me, it was a passion project about really getting these products out that from day one were certified organic. They were filtered through rose quartz crystals in the manufacturing process because I personally wanted that mind-body-skin connection. And uh, they don't use any artificial fragrance. It's only essential oils and therapeutic-grade essential oils. And each product has its own blend of those essential oils. So you're getting an, a benefit from that, whether that be uplifting, like with our turmeric mask, or whether that be soothing with our milky mushroom cleanser and calming. And and also on the back of every one of Chorus products is a positive word to encourage that shift in your mindset, like I was talking about before, that we have a choice. So we can ha- look outside and go, oh, I can't believe it's raining. Or we can look outside and we can go, wow, it's so lovely when it rains. It's so cozy. Or we really needed that rain. Like we can, the way that we see the world can really transform our reality. So when I created Cora, first and foremost, I wanted clinically active, healthy, certified organic skincare, like results driven, like number one. Second of all, I wanted to really create something that was more than skincare that really would just uplift you when you're using it and you could feel the energy from the crystals because the their energetic you know tools that have been used for many years and something I've lent on in my life you feel the energy and the uplifting element from the uh, aromatherapy and you also um, feel the energy from the intention behind it that like every product has like for the face oil has like bliss on the back of the product the new moisturizer that we're about to launch has like peace. So you feel that intention behind it. So everything's really intentional and hopefully creates little rituals in your life um, as opposed to just a monotonous skincare routine. That is amazing. Congratulations. I love hearing about 
the journey and the story and the steps and the intensity of the research and finding all these old, amazing gems of healing uh, substances and technologies that are being used now. And I actually saw this article from E! News saying why women everywhere trust Miranda Kerr's Cora Organics. And I, I think that that word is so important, trust. Like, I think there are things in the world that sell, there are things in the world that are very popular, but then trust is deeper than all of those things. I mean, Miranda, how does that feel when you think, wow, like people trust the work that we're doing? Like that, that must feel amazing. Like, what does that feel like? That feels so rewarding to me because I have started this company from day one trying to create these transformational products that are healthy for you, that are you know, clinically active, going to uplift you as well at the same time. And my intention has always been to put these products out there and, and, and create these products to really help people. I've never taken a cent from the company because it's my baby. You just put everything into it. And um, I do it because of my love and my passion for health and wellness and for helping people. I don't actually need to work. Like I could semi-retire. Um, and I often will say to myself, hmm, what am I doing this for again? But I realized that I have something really special here. I'm not creating this product line to um, make it really huge and then sell it for all this money. What I'm doing is I'm trying to create something special that can really make a difference to people's skin. And my hope is that I can hand down this company to my three boys, just like Estee Lauder was handed down through the family and they can continue my legacy and that these products will continue to help people's skin and spirit long after I'm gone. So it, it, it feels like a big blessing to me to be able to create products that give people the results that they need in a really healthy way that's good for them, it's good for the environment, and it hopefully adds that uplifting element to their life as well so they feel like more connected to themselves through the experience of these little rituals um, that I've created. Like, for example, like I know this might be too much for some people, but I like this example myself and I do, as you hear, like practices with my children, the forgiveness part, right? Because we're all human beings. So with the Milky Mushroom Cleanser, I created this cleanser. So you shake it to activate it. It has the silver air mushroom in there. It comes out like this milky oil-based cleanser. On the back of the packaging is forgiveness. So you, uh, while you're cleansing your skin, you're also cleansing your spirit. So you take that opportunity because we cleanse our skin generally morning and night. We have that as a little ritual that we're cleansing our skin. We're also peacemaking, forgiving ourselves and forgiving anyone that may have intentionally or unintentionally hurt ourselves. And at the same time, another crystal is infused into that, which is a clear quartz, which is also about bringing clarity so you've got the rose quartz for the love and the nurturing and the clear quartz for bringing clarity. And so to me, that just feels like such a lovely ritual. And then it has essential oils of rose, geranium and basil, which are all anti-anxiety essential oils that really calm the spirit. And like, the, and so I just 
to me, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, but that type of experience like really empowers me because I don't have much time in my life. And so to have that experience whilst I'm doing a monotonous thing like cleansing my face gives back to me. And I want to share that with other people. Yes, yes. I, I love that. I don't think it makes you sound crazy. I mean, everything's very thoughtful. It's intentional. It's mindful. It is mind, body, spirit in the sense that you're doing something, like you said, monotonous for your face, but actually it's impacting your spirit and it's impacting your mind and it's impacting your senses. I mean, that's, that's absolutely phenomenal. I wonder, did you, Miranda, come across any hurdles or failures or setbacks in the beginning that you think entrepreneurs and founders can be mindful of? Because when you're trying to create something so purpose-based, and when you're trying to create something like you have that is so much about creating a product that actually helps people, can you walk me through maybe some of the challenges that you had as well? Because I think sometimes people have a romantic view that, oh, if I'm passionate and I love something, then things just work out. And we know that's not true, even if you have good intentions. So can you walk us through that? Because you obviously seem like such a well-intentioned human being, but I want people to also realize that there's been a lot of hard work and focus and figuring things out as well. Yeah, I mean, there is so much hard work and focus and commitment and unwavering commitment um, because even from day one, I was told that no, no, people don't want, they don't care if it's an organic product. Like, they, no one cares about that. And I was like, but I do. I really care about that. I want a certified organic product. I don't just want an organic product or a natural product or a clean product. It needs to be certified organic. And the reason for me that it needs to be certified organic is because of all of my research from when my mom got sick. What we realized is that, and what is now scientifically proven, is that there are up to 60% more antioxidants in an organic ingredient. So therefore, you're going to get... In a better result for your skin from using certified organic products. You'll get higher antioxidant content. And so I don't want to put something on my skin just because it's healthy for me. I want it to be results driven. And so not only do you not have the pesticide sprayed on the organic crops, you don't have the added um, unnecessary things added to it that might be detrimental to your health in addition to that. Yeah. But you also have like 60% more antioxidants. So to me, it was like such a no-brainer. But everyone was like, no one cares if it's organic. Why don't you just call your brand Cora? And then you're going to be able to have more flexibility. Why do you need to be organic? And I was like, because it's organic. It's like, that's the whole reason I eat organic. And it needs to be certified. And being certified organic is a really, really big, long like process. Yeah. And so we're yeah. certified by the World Certification Body EcoCert Cosmos, and there are so many details and audits that we have to with, like go through. That our um, all of our chemists have to go through. The manufacturers have to go through. It's it, that's why people don't necessarily do it because it's a lot of time, it's a lot of effort, it's a lot of money. But that way, people really know. It, you don't have to take my word for it. I have an outside body looking in, like like Big Brother on everything that I'm doing and and every word that I write on the packaging because I write all the copy because it comes from my heart and that all has to be approved by EcoCert Cosmos and it tells you very explicitly like, you know, 98% comes from organic farming, 
you know, two percent from natural, and it's very clear, you know, and it's and that is the way it should be. It should be clear, and it should be, and and there is so much noise out there in the world that I wanted it to be like that. And a lot of people in the beginning poo-pooed me on that, and I was actually the leader in the clean beauty category. And still to this day, we're still the only certified organic brand that Sephora carries, like the whole brand. And wow. and and people are still saying to me like, well, why don't you just call it Cora? Then you'll have more flexibility. You can use more chemicals. I was like, no, that takes away the the, the principle, and that's the whole thing and the whole reason why. Yeah. I this company is ninety five percent mine, and I invested you know all of my money that I worked really hard in, like with my career, um, because that's a whole nother story. But that was like a six day a week, um, two different countries a week job and it actually gave me a lot of experience to know what works underneath makeup to know what makes your skin from a texture point of view and then I wanted to create the certified organic version of that um so that it was you know such a healthy experience for people not just looked good underneath makeup but it was so and it still is so fun for me to work with our chemists who I believe are just like the best in the world and I work back and forth with them on like, this is what I'm thinking and feeling and this is a cool ingredient and what do you think about this? And we go back and forth and, and really push the boundaries and then we do all the studies to back it up and we do before and after photos of people's skin to really show the transformation and it's just, it's like magic that happens before your eyes and then you get all the heartwarming testimonials and you're like, okay, I am doing it right. Even though people have said, what are you doing? Like, this is crazy. No one cares about organics. And even still to this day, I have people say to me, you know, it, people only care about clean. They don't care about organic. People don't understand what you're talking about when you say organic. And I'm like, I, it doesn't matter. This is something that when they do understand and if they did research, then they would never want to use anything else they would always want to look for certified organic products. So it's all about education and I'm trying to my best educate people so at least they can make a conscious choice because that's the most important thing. You don't have to use my products like because I'm saying so. It's a choice that you make because you're educated and you know what the difference is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, your passion and energy for what you're doing is absolutely infectious. I'm, I'm, I'm just listening to you and I'm watching it and I'm thinking, wow, like the, the amount of research that's been done, the amount of breaking down every part of it that exists in this journey. I mean, it's, it, I'm really blown away, honestly. I'm not just saying that. I, I speak to so many founders and we speak to so many CEOs and we speak about so many companies, but I can just tell how much this product is your heart. And that's so beautiful. And and I heard that you actually have another exciting product coming out on the 21st of April, I believe. Yes, just uh, after my yeah, birthday. Can, yeah, could you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so the newest moisturizer, this is our active algae lightweight moisturizer. And as you can see, this is symbolic of an aquamarine crystal. And it is filtered through and touches upon rose quartz and aquamarine crystals. And it is a beautiful, as I said, lightweight uh, gel moisturizer that has a refillable jar. So you buy the glass jar once 
and then the refill pods thereafter. And so what I love about this is it's a hydrating, creamy gel. I actually have one open over here so I can show you my little workspace here. And it's kind of very lightweight and bouncy. It's for people that are looking for a lightweight hydration because we have our turmeric moisturizer and the turmeric moisturizer is more of like a rich, a very rich, creamy turmeric moisturizer. People are obsessed. And this is more of the lightweight version. But both of them have incredible results. And the ingredients in this new lightweight moisturizer are really just super powerful. They have green um, algae and the, it's sustainably farmed in the US, the green algae that we source for this. And it has the bioactive lipids in there and essential fatty acids to help fight against aging. It helps improve dullness, even skin tone. Your skin is brighter and firmer. And we've got all the photos to prove that on different skin types and skin tones. It also has green tea in here, which we use a lot of green tea in a lot of Core Organics products. Um, and it's very soothing and purifying. It calms redness and inflammation. It also has Alpine Rose that we source from um, the Swiss Alps. And that's super powered with antioxidants, uh, helps protect your skin. And then we have the Swiss Glacier Water as another key ingredient that we actually encapsulated into liposomes in here. So there's tiny little liposomes in here that have the Swiss glacier water on there so that when you apply it, they burst onto your skin and you it maintains the freshness. And so it's very wow. soothing and cooling and it gives you that long-lasting hydration without any... Um, you know, tackiness. So it's like really great as a base for makeup. Um, as I said, it's got all your essential fatty acids in there. It helps minimize the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. It helps minimize pores. And it just gives you that long lasting hydration. I, I call this the green juice superfood for your skin because it literally is like a green juice superfood for your skin. Um, and as I said, we can. The results are incredible. Like people, the before and after results are just mind-blowing. People are just loving it. And that's what makes my heart sing, to make products that are healthy for people and super results-driven. That's what I'm all about. Yeah, Miranda, I think you've given us so much to consider. And I'm sure if there's any entrepreneurs listening or any people who are pivoting into that space, I feel like you're you would have given everyone a lot of confidence and reassurance that knowing that you're creating something that's going to get people results, that's going to make a change, that is the authentic and the integrity-based version of what you want to create has a space in the world. And I think that's what I'm really taking away is that as a founder and as an entrepreneur, all I'm hearing from you is authenticity, integrity, building something that you really believe in and you know is going to help people. And I, I love those messages coming out. You've been so uh, kind and generous with your time. We, we end every episode of On Purpose with what I call the final five. These uh, final five questions have to be answered in one word to one sentence maximum. Uh, and, and there are a short, fast five that help us remember some of these amazing pieces of wisdom. So Miranda Kerr, are you ready for your final five? 
I'm ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> Amazing. So the first question is, what is the best advice you've ever received? I think it's probably from my mom. It's like, if you're going to do something, do it with your whole heart. Yep. I love that. I think that's a beautiful piece of advice. Uh, what is the worst advice you've ever received or heard? To go against your intuition. If you really feel yeah. deeply about something and you know in your heart, like don't fight against that. That's the yeah. worst advice. Like don't just think because it's ticking boxes in your head that you should go for it when the alarm bells are ringing inside of you. I love that. I've, I've done that so many times and I've always regretted it when I have. If I've ever gone against that... You, it never feels good. So fully agree with you. Okay, question number three. Uh, what is something that you used to value, but you don't value as much anymore? Well, I used to, I don't know if value, I used to appreciate like the whole like glamour and um, fun of different events. But now I much prefer to stay home and be with my family. Like I really do. It doesn't matter what event it is or if the queen's going to be there, God bless her soul. Like what means the most to me is just spending quality time with my family. I love that. Uh, question number four, what's the first thing you do in the morning and the last thing you do at night? Kiss my husband. Both. <laughs> <laughs> love that. That's awesome. What a great answer. And fifth question and final question, if you could create one law that everyone in the world had to follow or one habit that they had to do every day, what would it be? Have an attitude of gratitude. Beautiful. If we could all be grateful for everything that we have, the simple things like a roof over our head, like the fact that we can see, the fact that we can talk, the fact that we're alive, the fact that we're breathing. If we can be grateful for those simple things, the world would be a better place because we'd all be more content within ourselves. And when you're content within yourself and you're grateful for everything, then that attracts more of that into your life. That's such a beautiful message, Miranda. And uh, you can tell that you live that and it, it just flows effortlessly from you and, and just radiates from all your energy. And thank you so much today for teaching us so much through your example, your ideas, your passion. That was just that raw energy. Hopefully I didn't go on and ramble too much. I can go off on little tangents, but that's just no, my passion. I love, I love, I mean, that's what podcasts are for. That's why I love it. Cause we have so much time to really get into it. And to be honest, I was just really moved and touched by how much I can tell these products mean to you and how much you know they mean to others and to hear how deeply refined your approach is, is really exciting for me. Like that, that just gives me so much confidence that anyone who listens to this episode will recognize that being that, if you don't mind me using the word in a good way, being that geeky about what you love uh, yeah. is, is the coolest thing you can do because then you're going to create something that actually positively impacts people's lives. So thank you for showing us that and showing us how amazing that can be. Ah, oh, thank you. I really appreciate your time and you're doing incredible things in this world. So I can't wait to actually catch up with you in person. But until then, you take care. <laughs> 
Yeah, same Miranda. And everyone who's been listening or watching, make sure you tag me and Miranda on Instagram, on Twitter, across any platform that you're using. And let us know what resonated with you, what connected with you, what products you're trying. And maybe if you already use them, I really want to hear from you. So make sure that you get engaged. And Miranda and I will be looking out for what you're sharing and what you're posting out there. Miranda, I thank you again for your time and your energy. And I thank everyone for listening and watching all over the world. Make sure you pass this along to someone who also may need to hear it thank you for listening to on purpose we'll be back again next week and miranda thank you so much from the bottom of my heart so grateful to you thank you to you lots of love